All right. Thanks very much, Ed. Let's get to Peter McGuire, our guest. He's CEO of XM Australia. Peter, the CPI numbers in the United States, do you think that this will lead to a wholesale repricing of equity in the United States? Uh, or do you think it'll just serve as kind of a modest offset to some of the gains we've seen from the earnings season, and particularly from the so-called magnificent six and a half? Well, good morning, Brian. Yeah, it is uh, maybe six and a quarter, you know, yeah. and uh, I, I think where we're looking, I mean, it surprised probably everyone and with that fear of missing out rally that we enjoyed from probably October onwards has been dramatic and everyone's um, rubbing their hands with glee if you've been across them. And I, as far as the estimate coming out, um, you know, we were running at around about 3.7, hit 3.9. And it really, I suppose, it's taken the wind out of the sails a little bit. We saw Asia up this morning as far as Aussie and New Zealand and Hong Kong's down. But the other side of it is that little bit of a pullback as far as US equities. And we've just got to see where it rolls over the next couple of days. But they're pushing that um, expectation out as far as rates. And we'll probably be looking at the best part of maybe 90 basis points by the end of the year if we're lucky. Yeah. I mean, right now, if you look at the swaps market, uh, I think the first 25 basis point cut would happen That's in July. That's where the pricing, full pricing is in. And, and I'm wondering yeah. whether or not that tempts you to go back into the fixed income market. I mean, if you look at the equity space, I mean, the S&P from that October low that you described, we're up 20% since then. Oh, I mean, it's just incredible. You know, the, it, that's a bull market and it's been strong in the, uh, uh, you know, the FOMO everyone's in it and uh, it's really pushed incredibly high though if you're looking at the broader market it's um there's a lot of stocks that have performed poorly but the big ones have carried it through and you also saw gold come off the best part of 40 bucks so the vix is up the whole the whole uh i suppose positioning at the moment you've got to be long equities in the short run and maybe uh we've just got to see what happens over the next couple of weeks but if you've been in the market for the last you know three to four months uh it's been a wonderful time you'd be sitting on a banana chair somewhere enjoying a pina colada so there's two things really i mean there's sentiment uh which has been weakened by this and there's the math which you know, the, if you are looking at uh, fewer rate cuts and a delay in them, then you've yeah. got a higher cost structure for companies. Now, it doesn't matter for the Magnificent Seven. They don't need to borrow money. They do, but they don't yeah. need to. Small companies do. So does this delay, um, you know, the, 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 the bounce or the rebalancing of, of uh, sectors like the Russell 2000 or maybe just a, an equal weight look at the S&P? Does this delay that? Well, of course, I mean, you know, that, that's business school stuff, you know, the cost of capital. And if it's still relatively high, then that impacts as far as spending your way out or, you know, maybe you've got a up tool. Uh, you've got to look at, you know, changing strategy for a lot of companies to remain competitive and that requires capital. So the other side of it is and what we've seen as far as headcount, that can be cut. So it's a very delicate situation at the moment, and we're all expecting to see probably far more aggressive rate cuts, which would help, uh, you know, the Russell 2000, and uh, that's just been pushed to the backside. So we've just got to, again, see how second quarter rolls and the impact naturally um, leading up to the election. So you're in Mumbai, and I'm curious, Peter, are you kicking yeah. the tires while you're there? You're looking to put some money work uh, to work in India? 
it's mind blowing. I mean, I'm just overwhelmed. I come here a bit, and it's just quite incredible. You know, the the infrastructure spend here and the dynamic nature of India is quite. It's it's just captivating, and the young people and the entrepreneurial zeal of the country. It's yeah, very very strong. So yeah, we'll um, certainly be broadening our range here as far as engagement, and uh, I'm sure that the Indian market is very very for uh, all investors globally. So Doug has mentioned uh, Jeff Gundlach a few times this morning. He had some interesting comments to CNBC. One of them was, uh, again, like you, I mean, he was extolling the virtues of of India. I said it was his favorite place to put money here at the moment. However, um, in looking at uh, investing in the U.S. versus Japan, and India, and maybe a few other markets. How do you get the balance right? You know, what what is what is a uh, portfolio of Peter Maguire look like? Well, you've got to be looking. I mean, if you were, have a look where the Nikkei is, it's just been extraordinary, and we're nearly at forty year highs or twenty five. What nearly it'd be close to forty years, thirty five anyway. Um, putting your mind back to January of eighty nine, it was thirty nine thousand. We're at thirty eight thousand. So Japan's been very, very strong for equities over the last, you know, six to 12 months. U.S. equities have been extraordinary over 23 and into this early part of 24. And Indian equities have been, you know, off the charts. They're doing extremely well. So you'd have to be across the three of them. And moving forward, I just love the Indian story from infrastructure spend to railways to highways crisscrossing the nation, um, tunnels, you name it, they're building it. And so that mobilisation factor, I think India is a real standout. And it's probably China 25 years ago or 20 years ago as far as dynamic growth and GDP prospects. Peter, before you go, 20 seconds. I want to get uh, your home turf. Uh, uh, the inflation story in Australia, how, what does it look like now? It's, it's certainly uh, biting as far as if you look at residential property and the rental market, it's very, very tough. So there's a there's a point there, and then um, the, the next impact, of course, is where we move forward from. You know, the inflation and the impact to the consumer. So it's yeah, very very worrying. I think in a lot of ways. 